0: if you are planning your next trip because let's be real it's been a pandemic and we all want to go on a trip at some point if you've been planning your next trip whether it's locally domestically internationally this podcast is for you because many of us go on these trips plan these beautiful vacations and not realize that in order to get the most out of it we need to be our healthiest and our best and so that's why i brought linda wilson who's one of the summit speakers uh, going on in the summit right now, actually, her talk goes live today uh to come on and talk to us how you can get fit and travel with confidence. She has a beautiful story of you know being um you know in her fifties and just really going on a first big traveling and vacation at one point and really seeing how everyone around her was just wasn't enjoying that experience because they weren't their bodies and their their minds weren't ready for that travel experience and so she has a passion to see women in their midlife age not only be healthy and thrive but also travel and enjoy the world and prepare their bodies to do so so tune into this episode but also make sure you tune into the summit because she goes into a lot of great tips 12 different tips during the summit and so you can sign up for the summit at madewell 345.com healthy happy summit or get at lifetime access at madewell345.com healthy happy summit lifetime and you can purchase it for 67 dollars. get five amazing bonuses including giveaway bundles amazon gift cards speakers workbook Lifetime and immediate access, and really just join us in the party that's happening this week. Okay, so check out the links below. Stay tuned to the episode and definitely tune into her talk, which airs today. Okay, see you in the episode. Hey, you're listening to the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm Brian Wilkerson your host. Over seven years ago, I lost over 30 pounds after going on a dieting roller coaster for many, many years and finally finding a way of eating, exercising, and living that supported my goals and also that led to sustainable weight loss. And ever since then, I have been longing and I have been actually doing it and leading other women on the same journey because my heart is to see every woman finally ditch diets lose weight that lasts, and thrive in their whole health and life. And so the work I do as a coach, um, the work I do on this podcast, everything I do is to really serve women in that capacity. So on this podcast, you're gonna find solo episodes, interviews, and all all together, what are you gonna find? You're gonna find inspiration, encouragement, and a space where you can feel safe, supported, and empowered to go on your journey. So be sure to listen in, rate and review so other women can find this podcast, and also join my healthy and sustainable weight loss community to unpack these episodes and get more support. All right, ready? Let's dive on in. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast. I'm Brian Wilkerson, your host, and today with me, I have Linda Wilson to talk about all things kind of fitness from um, women in the midlife uh, range area and also how to travel fit because. I know right now in pandemic, not a lot of people are traveling or want to travel, but in general, uh, you know, hopefully in, after this pandemic, people will really want to travel a little bit more. How do we do that and actually enjoy the places we go to versus, oh my gosh, my feet hurt, all those sort of things. And so, Linda, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hi, Brianna, It's really great to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yes. And you are all, she's a champ because it's like 6am her time right now in Australia. So she's a champ in order to make me do this with a newborn. Um, That's okay. All good. And she looks really great for being up at 6am in the morning. I do not currently look that great when I wake up in this season. Anyways, uh, it's true. It's true. It takes a long while to get to look presentable for me. Anywho. Let's get into the topic at hand. So first of all, I just wanted to kind of um, ask you to share a little bit more about who you are before we start really talking about, you know, what you do and why you got led to do that. And then she's also in the summit, which is, I think this is going to air during the week of the summit. So if you hear her, then definitely, oh, I think it might actually air on the day that you are, you're, you're going live. So this is perfect. Um, Same day, same day. So anywho, tell us a little bit more about you and who you are.
1: Okay, so yes, as you mentioned, I'm from Australia, so I'm down uh, near Melbourne, and I became, yeah, I became a um, trainer and a nutrition coach a few years ago now, probably mainly just to motivate and inspire women around my own age demographic. Um, and to encourage them to, you know, that when you approach 50 or are in your 50s or beyond, that, you know, life's not over and we can, you know, still embrace life and get out there and, and, and do things and it's, we can enjoy things much better when we're feeling fitter, healthier, et cetera. So uh, I started off, you know, in the fitness line of things. So it was about encouraging women to uh, get fit or improve their fitness. Um, not necessarily having to run a marathon or anything. But, um, and then I sort of branched into doing the nutrition side of things, which I really, really, really love. And of course, you know, so much comes back to what we eat, which uh, causes, you know, affects us so much about how we feel. But it's really about uh, teaching women those simple, sustainable habits uh, that they can, um, you know, utilise for the rest of their life so that they, yeah, just feel vibrant and, and healthy so they can go and start ticking off that bucket list if you like and I like to keep it simple I, I don't like that you know the whole calorie counting or the strict diet or having those really strict meal plans to follow it's more about you know empowering women with the tools to know how to, to do that themselves without making it complicated.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I actually really love that you are, um, you know, someone who's also serving um, women in their, in their, de- in that, in the demographic that you're in, because you're right. I was, you know, as we were talking earlier, I was reading some of the notes that you, you know, you sent beforehand that, you know, women in different stages of life have different things going on with their body, different things going on that, you know, not necessarily that they can control. So me just having a baby, there are certain things going on in my body you know, someone who is 30, 40 years older than me, there's things going on in their body. So how we treat our bodies at different stages of life is very, very important. So you, you know, serving women in the midlife mid range area, what are some of the things that you really see that those women struggle with the most and kind of how do you support them health wise in those areas?
1: Yeah, like I guess it's the it's the the common things are of course the weight gain, and you know women want to to lose some weight. That's usually the the primary thing that they want to do. You know, reduce that waistline, or you know, a bit of that that little tummy. I, I don't I hate calling it belly fat, but <laughs> you know that, that tummy area. No. Um, and quite often, you know, they're lacking energy, and and definitely have sugar cravings. And of course, it. it you know it actually comes back to you know balancing out those hormones because when they're one of them's out of whack then you know our, our body's out of whack and it's trying to get back into balance but I do find that the the lack of energy the weight and the sugar uh, sugar cravings are definitely you know perhaps the top three that I come up against and then they generally want to improve their fitness mm. and so I suppose for me I tend to start we're looking at, well, what are you eating? And we, we talk about just that whole real food thing. So it's not about putting them on a plan per se. It's about encouraging that that less processed food, the less sugar uh, food and getting more into eating real food. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, less of the packaged less of the packaged products from the aisles, I guess, but also showing that um, I, I think too, maybe there's a bit of a thought process that eating healthy is expensive. Um, so I'd like to be able to show them, well, it, it doesn't have to be expensive and it also can be you know simple I mean I'm not a I'm not a fantastic cook I, I'm not somebody who loves to spend hours and hours in the kitchen and in fact I'm I'm hopeless to you know, putting up posts about food that I cook or whatever I forget to do it but um yeah I'm not somebody that grew up uh, loving to cook or anything like that so I'm just I just call myself you know a, a basic simple cook but I do love food I really do enjoy food and I love love vegetables so they're usually that's my go-to all the time and that's something that I encourage women uh, to to embrace more eating more veggies and it's surprising that I get surprised sometimes with um, even women in their 50s and that how a lot of them don't like veggies or eat very Mm -hmm. few and I get really surprised at that so yeah just going back to those basics yeah the basics yeah. yeah,
0: that's, that's really great. So what about um energy? You know, I deal, um, I work with some clients who, uh, yeah, at that age, you know, struggle with energy. So would you say is that those basic things such as nutrition and um, watching what you're eating and all those other things could really help with that? Or do you think there's something else also going on that women at, in that age need to pay attention to? Oh, well,
1: yeah, look, do you know, there's so many, there's so many uh, little Um, symptoms I guess Mm -hmm. and one of the the one main symptom between them all like whether it be that that tummy fat or the, the low sleep the lack of sleep, feeling bloated one of the big common threads is sugar Mm. so that's usually somewhere where yeah I like to start as just something as simple as the sugar that that we might be eating and Mm -hmm. it it might be that you you know you you might be just having a muffin every day or something or you know a couple of things like that and it might be that just might be enough to be putting um, your hormones out of whack that's causing you to you know feel lacking in energy and I mean as you've probably seen I've got that 21 day um, body reset plan and in that we do go and take out some of those uh, highly processed sugar-filled foods and when you take them out it's just so amazing how you feel Mm -hmm. Um, you know Mm -hmm. I do a five-day sugar detox as well and I've had some you know lovely ladies that have done that that are just so shocked how they feel after five days Mm
0: -hmm. of just Mm -hmm. doing
1: something as simple as as taking out that sugar, and then how energised they feel, how, how much better they sleep. Now, I'm not saying the sugar's the answer to everything. Of course, you know, there can be many things, but that's, um, yeah, a really big starting point for me, and, of course, with the cravings. And probably that comes back to, to um, I suppose I've got a sweet tooth. I mean, my sweet tooth is not as sweet as what it used to be, um, mm-hmm. but it's something that I have to work on as well. Uh, but I notice a huge difference with that um, when you take the sugar out. So that's a really big thing where a lot of, yeah, a lot of women start off with, um, and affecting that sleep.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. The nutrition, nutrition, um, how they move and, and the sleep are just such are the three key things that I think f- impact, uh, midlife women.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I think I love how you pointed out that, uh, we often say we're going to cut out sugar, but we may not realize that sugar may be lurking in things that we're eating in every day, you know, it, and it could be a muffin. It could be as simple yeah. as you bought up, you know, maybe you eat oatmeal, but you buy the apple cinnamon one and you realize, Oh yeah. wait, they added sugar versus you buying the plain one, you know? So it's just really being more aware and um, yeah. more conscious of what we're putting in our body and where sugar is always lurking. That is the number to me. That's the number one ingredient you will always like people will always want to sneak in, in those packaged foods. Right. So exactly. And when you start reading those nutrition labels, how fascinating are they? (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're like, what, what sugar has many different names and that's, you know, I, I'm a huge advocate for the whole 30 program. And I love that because it really taught me to see like, oh wow, sugar has like 13 or 14, 15 different names. Uh, And, And it's so sneaky. It's like, oh, it has, but it's like, wait, it doesn't have sugar on the, you know, the label, but yet it has 10 grams of sugar. So anyways, um, I know. I, very, very snaky. <laughs> yeah, sneaky. So, uh, you know, for the summit that's happening right now, you know, the healthy eating, happy living summit, you chose to really, um, talk about how women can really get fit when traveling. And I know that comes from a personal experience of yours. Can you, show, can you mm-hmm. share us a little bit, a bit about what got you passionate about that particular area?
1: So, yes, as I mentioned in my uh, little talk, we're uh, late bloomers to particularly overseas travel. So, you know, we've seen quite a lot of Australia and Australia, you know, is, is got some really, really beautiful parts. So, if yeah, when we can all travel again, you've all got to come to Australia. <laughs> but uh, so from our perspective, traveling overseas, um, 2013 was our first trip and it was, you know, uh, we were fortunate enough to, it was a fairly long one, but... You know, I I notice um, on that trip and subsequent ones where, you know, I see people just not doing things that are included, like walking tours or um, just anything because they're tired. They've only, you know, been travelling for a few days, but they're they're tired already or they don't have the energy to go out or they they don't want to stay up late. I mean, you know, we like to socialise and and stay up and really enjoy the experience. Um, And particularly you know climbing upstairs going up to um, up to the top of viewing platform platforms and things I notice you know people they get so they're so puffed and I think well this is this is such a shame that you know you've spent all this money to to come all this way and then you're unable to do some of the things that are on offer for you because you're just feeling too tired and I I just think it's just such a shame because you just never know when you're going to get back there. And be, because we are late bloomers, and I know there's many people that, you know, have left travelling overseas until later in life, because just because of circumstances, that's what we chose to do. Um you know, you may never get back to that destination again. So my mindset is, well, I want to see and do as much as I can whilst I'm there. So I just love talking about travel and places that you go and see and do. So that's how that interest came in getting uh, women in particular um, fit and healthy to travel. So it's sort of about what you do before you go um, and getting that energy, uh, improving your fitness. I mean, obviously there's the obvious things there about, you know, doing some walking, um, you know, building up that strength so that you've you've got the endurance to be able to go on those walks or, you know, whatever's thrown at you. But it's also about getting that body healthy on the inside before you go as well, which is, you know, also about helping you beat off any bugs that you might get when you're travelling. But that's how it's all started, just by, you know, watching people when I've been away and seeing how they've missed out on doing stuff just because they haven't felt up to it. Mm -hmm. or they've got, you know, their sore knees or whatever on the, on the way. So I thought, well, it's um, we need to get prepared better before we go.
0: Right. Yeah. I love that. And um, so I know that's kind of what you're talking on in the summit. So we don't want to give away too much, but what would you say then is, I know, I think it's like five or six things that you're going to talk about tips, but what is like one of the main ones that you recommend people as they um, to people as they get ready to go travel, uh, what are one of what is one of those things that they should do to take care of their body?
1: Okay, well maybe if I could, yeah. Okay, we'll do one then. Um, mm-hmm. Well, if let's talk about the obvious and let's get ready, let's get fitter because mm-hmm. uh, travel always includes some form of. Um, movement some sort of exercise so you've got to go out on an excursion you've got to go out on a tour it will invariably involve walking so you're going to have to go up to the top of that hill to see that beautiful church or you're going to have to go up to the top of the hill to see um, you know the the beautiful view of the city Um, you know you might be out walking for a couple of hours so walking for me building up that um, that endurance to be able to walk for a comfortably for you know one to two hours is something that Um, is something good to focus on. So, you know, you might, if you haven't, and it depends on your base, of course, um, but if you haven't been doing much walking, then you might start walking three or four days a week. You might start walking every day just for 10 minutes a day and gradually extend that out. Or you might start walking the three days a week and gradually build up to 30 minutes and then gradually get your walks longer. You know, you might include some stairs in in those walks because holidays are always going to include stairs of some description. And then, of course, you know you want to include a little bit of strength work so that you can carry your own bags. <laughs> I like to be, I like to be independent and uh, be able to look after myself, but at the same time, graciously accepting help if it's offered. Um, but. Yep, yeah, so it's about generally improving your endurance for that walking ability, because we don't tend to need to do running when we're away, but building up that leg strength, doing some um, squats, etc., building up that leg strength, and then um, general uh, body strength, our core, our balance. Um, and then of course that transfers to the plane doesn't it where we need to do a bit of exercising on the plane but we'll do those tips in the um in the talk shall we
0: (laughs) yes 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 don't give it away um yeah i just i think it's just so great you're right it's just i can't imagine like we all you know we we prepare in so many ways to go traveling or in any part of our life right we go we prepare to go traveling we save we plan the excursions all of that but we don't prepare our bodies we don't prepare, yeah. you know, and all that. And that just, you're right. It really takes away from the experience. Yeah. So I love that you're focusing on this. And I think this is, yes, is during a pandemic where, where most of us aren't traveling, but
1: it is I something,
0: <laughs> but I think this talk is very important because I know when things come down a bit, things clear up um, and people feel comfortable. They are, yeah. like, people are itching. I know, like, I know my mom who's back home and came in, K-Man, usually travels a couple times a year to the States and hasn't come in like, nearly a year and so she's like i'm itching right so how do we prepare ourselves from now which we totally can because we're actually spending a lot more we have a lot less uh extracurriculars to go to because no one really wants to um be around each other as much but it's a perfect time to take care of our bodies and perfect time to prepare our bodies for traveling and i guess
1: too it depends on all our circumstances at the moment so like for us here uh, you know, parts of our—I'm not sure what it's like for you guys over there, but I know for over here, we've got some states where people, you know, are moving around within their own states because a lot of our our borders within our states are closed at the moment. So um, within their own individual states, they can move around. But here in Victoria, uh, we're known at the moment as the lockdown state. So we've got some areas, particularly around in the heart of Melbourne and in a couple of areas around there, where they're in stage four, so they're very restricted to their movement. Um, and the rest of us can move a little bit around. (laughs) So even going within our own state at the moment is um, a little bit Uh, less than what it normally is so yes we are all hanging out to to go somewhere so I guess it's about staying uh, motivated and thinking we'll look at that that travel experience we're going to get there get back into it eventually and uh, for us yes we have had a couple of our own trips um, postponed shall we say Uh, so they'll happen next year but like in the meantime it's just just working on that, um, as we're talking about fitness, um, you can still do that on a on a daily basis. So, you know, you not have um, you don't have to cram so much in, in such a short space of time. And if you keep working on it now, then as soon as you know our borders are opened up or planes are back flying, well, we we know we're good to go because we've already done the um, the preparation. So, and we can exercise in our own home, and we've seen many, many examples of that, haven't we? With um, people in the how creative they've become in the in the pandemic, um, exercising at home, but just walking around your own neighbourhood, etc. So, uh, there's plenty that we can do now just to you know, maintain a level of fit- fitness so that we can just head off when we've got the green light. <laughs> can you imagine what it's going to be like? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're all going to be so starved of travel. I know,
0: I know. And I love that you're right. People have been, there are ways to be still be more creative and, you know, uh, towards the end of my, I was entering my third trimester, I think is when the pandemic really hit. And naturally, you know, I slowed down in regards to fitness then, but I still wanted to move and I still wanted to move in a way that was safe for my body. And so, um, you know, one of our talks that we're having, uh, in this today during the during the summit is by carolina stone who is the street parking mama um prenatal and postpartum coach and street parking for those that don't know is all about working out at home it's so they yeah. did really well during the pandemic yeah. but i love their approach because they made it super simple that man if you have barbells if i mean if you have dumbbells shoot yeah. even towards the end i did not have dumbbells. we had to give our stuff back to our gym owners because they reopened yeah. i used um laundry detergent bottles. I just got my two extra ones, filled them up with water and they were my dump. Done- well, that's all I could probably handle towards the end of my pregnancy anyways, but you know, you just be creative. Like it doesn't yep. need to be as complex. And so I love how you're pointing out that just, um, you know, do what we can and you'll be surprised like back in the day, like we didn't have gyms. We didn't have any of that. No, exactly. Like, but they were probably so fit. Like my grandfather's like 80 something years old and it's like still crabbing and doing all these things. And it's like, Because he's just moved, you know? So I love how you're just... Yeah, yeah pointing people back to that so
1: and as just say and just quickly as you say yeah. we um we don't have to be going to the I mean we can't go to the gym here anyway because our gyms are all closed and I think yours probably still are as well mm-hmm. um so yeah even those cans of food in the cupboard um you know filling up bottles of water um you know finding as you say something heavy down in the shed I mean yeah there's there's something around it even something is better than nothing and sure you know if we've been going to the gym sure if you're using all those big equipment kettlebells Or dumbbells and you're using those heavier range then yes we're going to be able to maintain a bit more muscle Um, but you know that's okay we just got to go at the flow and do what we can and maintain you know some sort of level of fitness Mm -hmm. and when we can go back and you know do that heavier stuff then fine we can do that but even for you know for a lot of people we don't you know have to be lifting great big heavy weights to improve our um, our fitness and or our, our, our muscles so Um, don't let let, don't let that deter ladies (laughs) right right
0: yeah so as we wrap up because again I I think this is definitely airing the day that your summit talk is live so um, people make sure you check the show notes so you can sign up for the summit if if you haven't joined us yet uh, what I know you'll be having giving away an, a free amazing resource, which we'll link here as well for people who aren't um, part of the summit, but you're also giving away a really great 21-day reset that you're talking about. So tell us a little bit more about that free resource and tell us a little bit more about your giveaway. Okay.
1: So the free guide, um, it contains 10 tips to feel healthy and vibrant. So that's for women for everyday life. And there are a couple of tips in there too from the uh, travel perspective as well. So it's really, yes, just going back to, to basics. So 10 like simple, sustainable habits uh, for feeling, getting you started to feel healthy and vibrant. And the giveaway for the summit is the twenty-one day uh, body reset, which includes um, a seven-day meal plan guide. Um, it's got all the guidelines in it and what to do. It's it's not a complicant, it's not a complicated uh, reset. But as I've indicated before, it does include a little bit of um, food elimination such as the sugars and the high carbs a little bit of you know reduce get cutting out some alcohol maybe even cutting down on some caffeine but hey I don't want to scare people (laughs) Um, and for the summit I've also included a 60 minute uh, complimentary coaching call as part of that uh, 21 day body reset giveaway.
0: That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, it's so great. I, I think I have a privilege of, you know, obviously it's a lot of work to host, but really watching all your guys' talks, looking at everything you guys are doing. I'm like, man, I almost want to participate. I mean, I am, but you know, it's like, wow, this is such an amazing group of people who are offering such great resources. I know, I know. So, all of this. I, I you know, and we'll, we'll talk about this later, but I love hosting parties like this. I just think they're so yeah. fun and they bring life to me. So I it thank you so much for, um, you know, taking part in the summit. Thank you so much for sharing here. Is there anything as we wrap up like one last tip or be a piece of encouragement you really want to give, um, to our listeners?
1: Uh look, I just want everybody to, uh, actually just stay, f- just stay, f- um, uh, motivated and focused at the moment and, and just stay positive, that's the word I'm searching for, positive. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day this is all, we're going to have a result here with this, we're not all going to be trapped in our homes for life, you know, life will return back to normal at some point and um, you know, a new normal might look a little bit different, but just stay positive and just keep looking after your health whilst you're at home. Just because we are in this pandemic, uh, doesn't mean that we have to drop the ball. Uh, we can still live healthier, healthy and we can still get some movement in even even though life is not as it normally is for us. So right. stay positive, everyone.
0: Yes. Love it. So yes. Thank you so much, everyone, please, regardless when you're listening to this, because, um, for the first time ever, I am making this summit available for lifetime access. Uh, but please check out, um, madewell345.com slash healthy, happy summit, or the link below, you'll get all the details there. And then also check out Linda's resources, her website, follow her on social media. So you can continue to get these tips, uh, going forward. So thank you so much for joining us, Linda. It's been a pleasure that has been great. Thank you so much
1: for having me Brianna and thanks for organizing the summit and everything you do. So um, yeah, it's, it's a great, so thanks so much for having me. All right. Thank you. Bye everyone.
0: That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the sustainable weight loss podcast. I hope you're leaving supported empowered encouraged inspired to go off and really do the things that you know in your heart you need to do and the, and think right because it's not just about what you do it's how you think and how you feel to really reach your goals and sustain that weight loss again for more support join us in the healthy and sustainable weight loss community on facebook this is a space where you can really be safe supported and empowered through your journey just go to madewell345.com slash community and you'll get the you'll be right there uh, or click the link below again so grateful you're here be sure to rate review and subscribe so you'll not miss an episode and so that other women can find this podcast all right see you on the next episode